Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Look at this. It's, it's Monday, April 24th, the year of our Lord, 2023. Who knew how that would happen? Well, I, it's just a, you just follow the calendar, and it's the next day. One day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. One day at a time and one, one psalm, psalm at a time, time yeah. here on Text Talk. And so we have turned the page from Psalm 86, and we are barreling into Psalm 87. And just looking at the page, Edwin, it's it's a little bit shorter of a psalm. It is. Maybe we'll read it twice each day. Oh, hey, that'd be good. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to jump in here on the English Standard Version. And this is another one of those delightful psalms. And let's let's enjoy it while it lasts, because next week is going to be tough. <laughs> just, just next week is ministering to the hearts of people in a different place. That's right. That's yes. right. Here we are in Psalm 87, a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song. On the holy mount stands the city he founded. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. Glorious things of you are spoken, O city of God. Among those who know me, I mention Rahab and Babylon. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Cush. This one was born there, they say. And of Zion it shall be said, This one and that one were born in her. For the Most High himself will establish her. The Lord records as he registers the peoples. This one was born there. Singers and dancers alike say, all my springs are in you. Now, I, I admit I've been reading over this one a little bit. Mm -hmm. I see some some kind of disparate things going on. Okay, so on the on the one hand, I get that the star of this psalm seems to be Zion, seems to be Mount Zion. Yes. But then the activity almost seems to be like a census being taken or some type of counting being a taken. A little bit, yes, yes. Uh, Registering people, people being born, yeah. declaring where they're born. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And so uh, I, I guess, you know, it kind of takes my mind to the, the setting, the vision, you know, of, mm -hmm. a, of, a, of, a, of a royal city, you know, mm. the, the one that has the authority to do the counting a and census? to administer okay. all that. Yeah, the sure. census. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anything, well, any, any conclusion hot. you're drawing from that or you're just... No, 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 this no, just no a picture. not conclusions yet. Okay. Observations. Okay. We begin with observations. Observation. Yeah, that's where we're supposed to start in our Bible study. <laughs> that's but right. this is text talk. We were, we were supposed to have done that before the mics got turned on. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. So there are, there's the census. This one is born here. This one was born there. Verse 6, the Lord records as he registers the peoples. Mm -hmm. Here is the Lord actually making record and writing in his record and in his book. As you said, the the key to this psalm, the hero of this psalm, is Zion. It's all about the city on Zion. Mm -hmm. in, in fact, I do want us to note that, because while Zion is what is named throughout the psalm, on the holy mount stands the city he founded. Mm. And Zion is special because the city that he founded rests on Zion. So, mm -hmm. of course, we're talking about Jerusalem. That's right. We're talking about Jerusalem as the city of God. Glorious things are spoken about it. I will point out that city of God is only used elsewhere in Psalm 46 and verse 4. Is that that's, right? That's the only other place. We also find city of our God in Psalm 48, verse 1 and verse 8. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm not sure if those numbers are ringing any bells for you, but it's important to note that actually both of those psalms are also psalms of the sons of Korah. Well, that's what I wondered. Yes. If we're hitting on a shared vocabulary here yes. from this from this body of writers. What we find is our parallels between this cycle of Korahite psalms and the first cycle of Korahite psalms is continuing. Okay. So if you if you recall, uh, we we had Psalm 42 and 43 that paralleled what we found in Psalm 84. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, 84 was about the one who was longing for Jerusalem. Yeah, the one who was pilgrimaging toward Jerusalem back in 42 and 43. We had again the person who was longing to be yeah. in the holy city. Then we got to Psalm 85, which mirrored Psalm 84. Both of those psalms talked about a repeat sin. The the person who was writing it remembered that God had forgiven Israel before, and now they needed to be forgiven again. Uh, Well, and and just just to kind of let our our listeners know that there are five insightful conversations about each of those psalms that you mentioned. (laughs) Yes, already in the the library here at a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Just drill on season two. Season two, and you'll you'll catch all these things that it's kind of reminding us about. Now, Psalm forty five and eighty six seem to Mm -hmm. break especially since Psalm 86 is not even a Korahite psalm. It's a song of David or a prayer of David. However, I think we we do find a parallel that Psalm 45 was praising God's king, and Psalm 86 is a prayer from God's king. Well, what I liked about Psalm 86, too, is that was the one that was like the composite psalm. It was all the best of lyrics from all the other psalms. sure was. Then you get to Psalm 46 through 48. Now, this is, in 46 through 48, these are some Zion Psalms, and I don't, again, now I've talked for three minutes, so you may have forgotten that the other places where we found City of God or City of Our God were Psalm 46 and Psalm 48. Korahite Psalms. Korahite Psalms. 46, 47, and 48 are all like a, like a collection in that first cycle of Zion Psalms that are okay. praising and proclaiming the victory of Zion and God's judgment on the nations and God's exaltation of Zion, which parallels what we find here in the psalm we're reading this week. Psalm 87 is obviously about the exaltation of Zion. Are are you kind of observing then that a favorite theme of the Korahites or one of the marks of Korahite literature is Zion? Mm, I'm, I'm observing that there was a pattern in those first Korahite psalms, and we're seeing it again here, and it got to... Here's an exaltation of Zion. Uh, okay. you know, it's, I mean, all right. So Psalms 46 through 48 were all about that, and now Psalm 87 is about that. Well, I just to me that's significant in and sure. of itself. Yeah, city of God, this unique language. Oh yeah, Zion, and then the other thing that's special about it is the same group of writers. Absolutely. So again, these two cycles that are essentially following the same path. I think that may become important next week as we we look at Psalm 88, which is such a difficult psalm to wrap our minds around as we maybe compare it back or contrast it with Psalm 49. But that's next week. That's next week. It's not difficult for the despondent, Edwin. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It makes perfect sense to the despondent. I'm just just kind of preparing us for that. (laughs) I mean, as you can tell, we're recording Psalm 87, but I'm actually studying Psalm 88 (laughs) now. Psalm 88 is so on my heart (laughs) and my despondency. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll talk about that next week. But I'm I'm seeing all these parallels. And so here's the thing. I'll, I'll just throw this out. As I was preparing for our conversation, I noticed that essentially... There seem to be two different ways to take Psalm 87 in this exaltation of Zion. The most common way 
is actually to connect this back to what we find in Psalm 86. Okay. And in Psalm 86 and verse 9, all the nations you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. Okay. So Psalm 86 and verse 9, in this prayer of David, <clears throat> we find all the nations. Yeah, we find yeah. these nations who are going to come and are going to worship God. And now in Psalm 87, we have all these nations mentioned. They're listed. Yeah. Okay, and I will just point this out. Rahab mm-hmm. uh, is not Rahab, the harlot. Correct. <laughs> Rahab is a poetic name for Egypt so in this case. Egypt. So in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 7, we find there very specifically Rahab is Egypt in mm-hmm. Isaiah 30 and verse 7. So here we've got Egypt, we've got Babylon, we've got Philistia, Tyre, and Cush. Here are these nations. Um, Egypt and Babylon are like bookends of the enemies of Israel Well, and in, in the Old Testament. And each of those have had their time to be empires. Yes. Uh, Cush as well. Yeah, you've got Philistia, who is a thorn in Israel's side, just right up in, in their midst and constantly causing a problem. Tyre was sometimes friendly, sometimes a problem, but their material and commercial success was really always a stumbling block yeah, for Israel it's the riches. As, they, as they look to their gods. And then you've got Cush, which seems to be the outlier, but then again, it is the outlier. Probably what's going on here is now, instead of Philistia, which is right in their midst, you've got Cush that is way off beyond Egypt. That's like the furthest, remotest part Very of the known south. earth. And, but yeah. that's, and that's Ethiopia today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cush is Ethiopia. And so from their perspective, you've got Philistia in our midst, Cush way far away, all of these nations. And so the one way is, oh, okay, maybe what's going on in Psalm 87 is these nations that have now surrendered to God are actually being viewed as being from Jerusalem. So the idea here is kind of a unification between Jew and Gentile that you don't that there's a time coming when you don't have to be Jewish but you will still be registered as having yeah. been born in God's holy city. That's that census language that yeah. I was seeing particularly in verse 4. This one was born there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and we do have that phrase repeated multiple times, mm-hmm. this concept of being born there. What do we see there? If that's the way to read this, if that's really what's being said, what we have is the exaltation of Zion. Zion mm-hmm. Zion is exalted above all these nations, and all these nations are looking to, all the inhabitants of those nations are looking to be born on Zion. Coming to Zion. And what a great, what a great blessing it is for them if they can if that can be said of them. And mm-hmm. so exaltation of Zion. I I will admit. I mean, I like the connection back to the previous psalm. I, I understand that. And, and boy, it is a great notion. It is true that you can be a Gentile and be born in God's holy city well, today. Yeah, that, and that's a beautiful picture. That does play through well with kind of the development of the gospel and the new covenant. Mm-hmm. I tend to take the other approach, and I know that's not going to surprise you if most people take the first one that I just told you. I'm obviously going to take the second yes, one. Yes, <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> but the other one is that parallel of the Korahite Psalms, it seems to me, mm-hmm. that we, we go back to the first cycle and we see what I lined out for you earlier, and now we've come to the second cycle and we've got the same thing. Well, back back in Psalms 46 through 48, it's not this just beautiful picture of all those Gentile nations coming in and getting to as if they came from Jerusalem, it's the fact that God is going to exalt Zion and Mm -hmm. he is going to exalt Zion over those nations and those nations are going to be judged. Mm -hmm. And and so what we would find here in Psalm 87, if that's the way we're going to read it, is not all these nations welcomed in, but the fact that all these nations have their bragging rights. They're they're asserting how wonderful they are that people want to say, I'm from Babylon, I'm from Egypt, I'm from Philistia, I'm from Tyre, I'm from Cush. But what's ultimately going to happen is God is going to lift Israel, he's going to lift Zion, he's going to lift Jerusalem up so high 
that the people who actually have the bragging rights are the one who are the ones who are born in his holy city. Mm-hmm. So there's that exaltation again of Jerusalem over all these other nations, kingdoms, and cities. So the idea that Jerusalem and the kingdom could of God could be even greater than all these a Babylonian others. empire, an, a, a, an Egyptian empire, the, the Ethiopian empire, so forth. Yes, okay. absolutely. Now, here's the thing. I'm not actually sure which one of those is the way we should take this, and I think good arguments can be made either way. So mm-hmm. I think the important point to note is whichever approach to reading the psalm you take, they get us to the same conclusion. Mm -hmm. The point behind this psalm is the exaltation of God's holy city, Mm -hmm. the exaltation of God's people, which is important in these psalms in book three. We went through the two Asaph cycles. We've now gone through the Korahite cycle. And what these cycles have been concerned with as you've, as you've walked from one psalm to the other, is, well, the sanctuary is in Zion, but then the sanctuary got destroyed, and what we need is deliverance, and then God delivers and rebuilds, and then it happens again. And what we find is that that parallel, that concept. And so what, what is important is to recognize Zion gets exalted. Mm-hmm. And if Babylon here refers to Babylon as the empire, and not just Babel, the ancient city, but really does refer to Babylon as the empire, it does put this psalm as, you know, late, perhaps exilic or post-exilic. I mean, if we're going to be able to talk about Babylon as an empire and as an enemy of Israel, now we're looking at people who are reading this either in exile or having just come back from exile— and what they're being told is Zion gets exalted. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Zion gets exalted. Well, that's a neat and, idea. And what a powerful picture. And and yeah, maybe even before the Persian Empire comes to power, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you'd expect them to be mentioned. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, again, exilic song. It's a victorious city. Hmm. It's an exalted city. You, if if you want to be on the winning side, you need to be in God's city. Yeah, but when you look at it like that, you think about uh, that would be a message and a song for people who are quite humbled hmm. and uh you know jerusalem's in ruins yes when when babylon is is top dog so. yeah absolutely wow so keeping all that in mind there, there's a lot of things i want to make connections of but we're gonna to have to save that for yeah look maybe at the tomorrow time. i can't believe it <laughs> once you wrap us but up we, in we'd love to hear from you uh our, our our great listeners we appreciate you so much send us a text uh, send us an email text talk at christiansmeethere.org text talk at christiansmeethere.org hope you have a great day let's pray our great god and father we thank you lord for your word we thank you father for your great plan for our salvation we thank you father that even when we come into times when it seems like uh, evil is on the rise and maybe on all sides that we might be able to trust in you and rest in you and know that ultimately you will exalt your people you will exalt your name and your rule over all will be clearly evident to all. And Lord, we pray for the hastening of that day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. 
Christ is captain of the mighty throne.